JD Talking Sports. It is Friday. I thought it was July 19th. No, it's July 20th, 2018. Episode number 363. Yes, you heard that correct. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. I haven't said that in quite a while. All right, let's get to the good stuff, folks. Yes, episode 363. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Jimmy Garoppolo is dating... Well, I don't know. Is it dating? Or he's infatuated? He is, he is spotted with porn star Kiara Mia, 41 years young. Look at him out and about, whining and dining. A lot older. Maybe he's got a cougar thing. They said he is... He likes her... Kim K. Butt. That's what I read a little bit. And uh, she posted on Instagram some stuff. I know this is all exciting stuff, but I was thinking, is it a, is it a sure thing? Remember that we were John Cusack? Is that a sure thing? You go out on a date with Kiara Mee. Is, is it a sure thing? Or is it a regular date? Because she has a day job. You know, he can pretty much get, he is a really good looking dude and he's going out with a porn star. So I remember there was, a, there was an episode of South Park where a female teacher was having relations with Ike, the little uh, brother of, I forget, Kyle's little brother. And everybody's going, nice. So I kind of feel like I want to say nice here. Because, you know, I mean, everybody kind of wants to go out with a porn star. I mean, maybe not maybe not everybody. But I remember reading Charlie Sheen went out with, uh, uh, G- who do you go out with? Uh, G- I-, I just had her name on, Gin- Ginger Lynn. And he said it, it corrupted him for the rest of his life. You know, the sex was so good that, you know, everybody else was, he was with couldn't, couldn't, couldn't rate to that level. And I'm thinking, I know somebody who did date a stripper, and he said it was like having sex with a wooden board. He said it was terrible. It's, it depends. It depends. But I, I was kind of a... TMC Sports, of course, it was all over the place. And she, you know, she has these huge... She's a huge chest. But it's too big for her body. And... She's kind of like, from a distance, she looks like a Ferrari, and as you get closer, it's... She's got some tread on those tires, that's all I'm going to say. But, you know, hey, more props to him. Good-looking guy. Maybe he's got, you know, Jimmy G. Can get anybody I want to send it to Harris. Harris was like, nice. Of course, you know, I mean, you know, got to give some props in that respect. But I, I don't know what his deal is. I think it's interesting. He just signed this huge, what, $137.5 million contract. He's the face of the Niners now. And I wonder what his teammates are going to be like. Hey, dude, what's going on, man? Does she have any friends? I, I just had to lead with that. I mean, not much is going on. You got the Yankees playing the Mets tonight at Yankees Stadium. And I think, is Sonny Gray? I always get nervous. Whenever Sonny Gray pitches, I'm always like, you know, like it's like Mayday Malone. I'm always nervous. I'm, 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 I'm concerned about, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, wait. So the Nets, oh, oh okay. So the Nets got... Jared Dudley in a deal for a 2021 second round pick in a trade with the Phoenix Suns. The Suns received for Daryl Arthur, who we waived after a $7.4 million contract is bought out. Number 2021 pick is protected at number 35. So they'll save, Suns will save $2.1 million. He's going to be his 12th season, averaging eight points per game during his career. Uh, you know, they said the Nets could use him because he's a stretch four position. He could stay with them for the season. And they just, the, the Nets just got uh, uh, Kenneth Farid and Daryl Arthur 
in a trade with Denver, which brought the Nets a 2019 protected first-round pick. All right, so Nets got more. And I so Carmelo got traded to the Hawks for Dennis Schroeder, who I always liked on the Hawks. And now they said he's going to go to the... He was bought out by OKC. Well, he was traded, so he's going to be bought out, and then he's going to go to Houston. And they were talking about Carmelo today, still thinking he's like a superstar, and he's not a superstar. I think he'd be great off the bench, but you know, some guys just don't still think of themselves as something they're not. Actually, I never really thought he was all that. Thought he was a you know, Knicks didn't get any better when he was there. I, I'm not a fan. Never was a fan. No, not at all, not at all. And James Harrison thinks Mike Conley needs to be more disciplined. Okay. He likes the discipline style of Belichick over Tomlin. He said on Fox Undisputed, he's, he said is better. By far, he said. said, uh, Tomlin's a good, uh, good head coach. He's a player's coach. I think he needs a little to, be, to be a little bit more disciplined. Come on, of course. He talks about Belichick being regimented, disciplined. Everybody's on the same page. No one's going to, you know, you got to, no one's, you know, no one's doing their own thing. You're doing the Patriots way or it's, you know, Sayonara. He said a Belichick structure and intense meeting schedule helped uh, Harrison pick up the defense quickly. and even had Tom Brady running down hall- hallway so the quarterback wouldn't be late. He thought uh, Tom has to be more consistent, of course, with everybody from the stars to your special team players. He said, he, he, yeah, he said it's easier for a coach to hold everyone accountable so, so it don't look like it, you're playing favorites. You know, I kind of, I you know, I, I always hear that the superstars get on a different level, but I feel like if you put everybody in the same level, you know, Tom Brady still gets chewed out. I heard he's getting a little tired of it and everything. But you know what? I kind of like a coach that holds everybody in the same place, you know, that no one's above it, you know, just because you're the superstar, you know, everybody should be on the same level. Because then it gives the other guys going, oh, shit, man, if, he get, if, if, if it happens to him, then it can happen to me. Whereas if you see the superstar, oh, shit, okay, so I'm the little guy and whatever. But if you shoot everybody the same with the same amount of respect... It shows something. I agree. And Harrison was a level player, man. He did come in. He made a contribution to the Patriots. So I concur. So, yeah, I was going to talk about the Yankees tonight. Yankees are going to play the Yankees-Mets. So the Mets are have won 39-55. Th- the Yankees are 62-33. and 33. So you have Syndergaard versus Herman. All right. It's going to be a good series, man. Unbelievable. So the best the best hitter, yeah, Cabrera, leads the Mets with a 2-1 average, 17 home runs, 52, and a 52 RBIs. So Andujar is the best hitting Yankee with a 279 batting average. I thought someone was hitting, someone's hitting 300 for the Yankees. And you have Judge, 25 home runs, and 60 RBIs. All right. They said there are 969 tickets available as low as $67. Yeah, bullshit. Cespedes is still on the DL. Rivera is still on the DL. TJ Rivera is on the DL. 60 DL, so he's not coming. And Jason Vargas again hurt. And Torres is on the 10-day DL. We'll see how that works out. Yankees are 33-13 and 13 at home. Mets are 20 and 23 away. All right. I gave you all the rundown. I, I, I love having all this stuff at my disposal. 
See if Syndergaard can still pitch strong. That's going to be a tough game for the Yankees, but I think the Yankees will take two out of three. So the Yankees are good at taking two out of three, two out of three, two out of three, two out of three. Yeah, I really wanted to talk about freaking, yeah, freaking. I did, I did, you know, I guess I just didn't suspect, expect that Garoppolo, well, who, do we know anybody? But, you know, when he's out at the point, I was like, an older porn star. I was like, all right, all right. Listen, we like what we like, man. But, you know, more power to him. Taking her out on a freaking date and wine in a diner. I feel like a porn star. Do you really have to wine in diner? Well, I guess she's used to the finer things in life. But, damn. Again, I feel like it's a... <laughs> oh, Todd Gurley said he's prepared for a 2021 NFL lockout. We just need to come together and be prepared. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be a freaking... A strike. They also talk about the Major League Baseball that the Player Association not happy with the the last deal, especially with the this past off season with all the free agents, a lot of them having to wait to get jobs, taking below average salaries, you know, for the market. Where they see the you know everybody's seen the NBA players blown up with the salary. Man, I think they're all getting jealous and they go, We're, "We want some of that money." Especially the NFL players, we want that money. Yeah, Sanchez off the deal. That's going to be good. So he'll be back. Oh, and how about this? So so how about this? So the Dolphins, the AP got, Associated Press got a hands on a copy of the Dolphins team rules rules Thursday, which includes a brief mention of proper anthem conduct. So basically, the conduct falls in the umbrella of conduct conduct detrimental to the team, which according to the CBA could give give a club the freedom to suspend a player for up to four games. When the NFL created its anthem policy, it gave teams the freedom to make its own work rules according to the anthem. Now, if that goes, Jesus Christ, so a quarter of the season, which would be more than some players get for violating the NFL's domestic violence policy, if that, so that's a shit show. <laughs> they can suspend a player for 25% of the season for kneeling? Now, they could, but would they? I'm not sure, but it, listen, holy shit. Wow. I mean, come on, man. Listen, and NFL needs to clear this up because you got the preseason opener in Canton on August 2nd, and you definitely don't want this shit going down. Listen, get, like, like you know what Tomlin said about Belichick? Everybody on the same page. NFL's get everybody on the same page. You give every team freedom to do whatever they want, it's going to turn into a shit show. And they have not cleaned this up. Kaepernick should be playing in the NFL. He's still not. It's unbelievable. And, of course, NFL didn't respond to this. So now they said the... NFL and NFL Player Association is going to get together to talk about this. Oh, my God. Put a, yeah, put a poly, policy freeze. You know, get, get everybody on the same goddamn page. Stop worrying about Donald Trump and get this cleaned up. Yeah, you didn't think this was going to turn into a shit show? Goodell, I guess he's just counting his paychecks because what the fuck is he doing, dude? Unbelievable. I'm like, man. Get your shit together, dude. Scary. Just freaking scary. And how about Joe Beningo? I read that. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I was reading this. So Joe Beningo, Lauren Lockwood, this woman, she worked at FAN from 2006 until last July. She said on various occasions, Joe Beningo pressured into having a threesome, whispered into her ear about having threesomes with him and his wife and prostitutes. Showed a nude photo of his wife with a prostitute and propositioned Lockwood to join him, his wife, and a prostitute in sexual intercourse, according to the complaint. 
He was also accused in a 39-page suit of ranking women in the office on the basis of their looks and carrying on an affair with a female subordinate for roughly two years. She said her career was short-circuited after she rebuffed Beningo's advances. She's 40. She sold ads for FAN and the Yankees radio network. Entered a madman, madman-like environment where male, males affairs, males executive affairs with subordinates were tolerated, the suit claims. She said, uh, so her executive's career came to a crashing end soon after the August 26, 2017 McGregor-Myweather boxing match in Vegas. In a luxury suite at the match, a, ball, a brawl broke out between a former male ad exec Lockwood brought as a guest and two current CBS radio employees over the relative talents of the boxers. She moved to break up the fight. She was punched in the face. The next day, she was only employed to be suspended, as alleged. Her boss, ad sales exec Sean Argman, would later fire her. She seeks $5 million in damages, names as defendant CBS Radio, Beningo, Argman, and Mark uh, Zuckerman, a second ad sales executive, as well as other unidentified employees. She was an award-winning saleswoman and sold nearly $1 million in advertising in 2016, according to the complaint. They said the CBS radio was heavy on drinking, especially pickle back shots. That is a shot of whiskey followed by a shot of pickle juice. Unbelievable. So, supposedly they're standing by Joe Beningo. And, you know, listen, I heard he was, you know, he was the guy calling up. He did the overnight. I, I can't believe he loves that job, dude. I can't believe he would do that. And they said FAN stands by him. He'll be back in there Monday, they said. He's on vacation this week. He addressed, So Roberts actually addressed the lawsuit on Thursday's show by saying he was aware of the suit but couldn't comment on it. Uh, yeah, his lawyer says he never showed a picture of his wife. That's absolutely insane. He never propositioned her in any way, shape, or form. And I heard, I also read somewhere that the fight, oh, great. Jets wide receiver Ardarius Stewart is going to be likely suspended, facing a two-game suspension for PEDs. Dude, what, what's up with these? Do you guys know what they're taking? Can, can you be on top of this shit? Unfucking believable. But Joe Beningo, man, I love him. Unbelievable. Everybody, yeah. Unbelievable. So they said it'll be back Monday. Yeah, they said he came to her. The lawsuit also said he came to her cubicle to flirt with her and ask her personal questions. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta protect your ass. Supposedly, she was uh, the fight also happened because she brought, uh, yeah, something about she was having something with one of the other guys. That's what I read on somewhere, but I don't know if it's hundred percent true. Unbelievable. Yeah, Evan Roberts says I can't talk about it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I hope it's not true because man, I, I freaking. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he he loved that. He loves that job. That's, he, you know, he worked his ass off to get where he was. I can't believe. Well, listen, I I, I hope it's not true. That's all I got to say. I love I love him and the, I love him with Evan Roberts. I listen to two of them. It's it's great. It's great radio. But crazy shit, man. It's like every day you hear this shit. You're like enough already. Now, now I read this. So Javon Carter plays for the. Who does Javon Carter play for? Yeah. And I sent him. I sent him. I sent Javon Carter. He went to West Virginia. More. That's good. Went went to West Virginia. And. Yeah. So he plays for the Grizzlies. Now, but so when he played at West Virginia, he he said that if they made a mistake on the court, there was a treadmill on the sideline, and the treadmill you'd get on if you if you made any sort of mistake, you would get on it and ride it at eighty miles an hour for forty five seconds. And I wanted to see what that translated into miles. You know how many what, what minute mile you'd run that into. But all the treadmill I found online were 12, 12 miles per hour. I don't know any treadmill that goes eighteen miles an hour. So I texted him. I said, "You sure it's eighteen miles an hour? Because that's fucking fast as shit on a treadmill." I mean, my tra- I, so I want to go to my gym and see. I think I've seen treadmills go. I mean, that is like flying out. So you got to do that forty-five seconds, and then you have to get off the treadmill and back into the practice. And I was like, "Holy shit, man!" And he said when he was in high school that. Oh man, I'm bl- I'm blanking on a West Virginia basketball coach. West v- West V U basketball coach, uh, basketball coach, B- uh, Bob Huggins. So Bob Huggins was more concerned about talking about how he deflected balls and all that stuff than about that he was led his team in scoring during that during the game he was playing, the high school basketball game he was playing with. And he realized when he got to college, he liked players that you know he had to be like playing fast, and he liked minimizing mistakes and he said it was great because you know you put your well not that it was great but you put it on the treadmill 45 seconds blow out your freaking lungs and then you have to get right back on the court your legs are dead you're playing against fresher legs and you can't make a mistake if not and he goes you would make one play you'd be right back on the treadmill and I was like that sounds like a fucking workout so I was like I, I did a workout yesterday where I did a set and then I went on the treadmill for an, a minute and I think the fastest I got it up to was like so I was running like a eight minute mile which is what about seven miles per hour on the treadmill, seven, eight miles an hour. So I want to get, I want to try, I don't know if I can do 18 miles an hour. I think I have to build up to that. But that is something I was like, that sounds pretty freaking cool, right? Yeah. And it, wow. I thought that was pretty cool. So I asked him, I said, you sure it was 18? But I think it was. Now this was interesting. So Lane Kiffin expressed, uh, you know, disputed uh, North Carolina coach Larry Fedora's, uh saying that football, college football is under attack. And said he's supportive of the changes being made to the game, make the make it game to make the game safer. He says, uh, I, I, he says, you see these long term issues with these older players. What's more important thing, long term health or how the game looks? And uh, Wednesday, Fedora drew heat for doubting the connections between football and CTE. He said, I'm not sure anything is proven that football itself causes it. My understanding is that repeated blows to the head cause it. So I'm assuming that every sport we have, football included, could have a problem with that as long as. You've got any kind of contact. Hmm. 
He goes, uh, the football was under attack to the point the game will be pushed so far from what we know, we won't recognize it in 10 years. I think that's, let's not be, come on. Now, Kiffin agreed that it's games changing, but with the Sun starting tackle football next month, he hopes the evolution of football will help counter the problems with CET. Yeah, well, listen, as long as players are hitting each other, I don't think that's really going to happen. But, hey, what are you going to do? And he also brought up Kyle Murray going to Oklahoma instead of taking baseball. He said, he sh- he said I would have told him to stay with baseball. Yeah, well, listen. I guess he thought something. And uh, Will, Will uh, Muschamp from South, Ka- South Kal- Kakalaki spoke at uh, SEC Media Days on Thursday. He said, I don't think our game is under attack. because I don't know a lot about Fedora's comments. As far as CTE concussions, I feel very comfortable with the policies and the procedures we have. And one point of all this is the health of our st- student athletes. It's funny, one of the dads in my class... He played college football at Illinois, and then he went to get his marketing master's of marketing from Penn State. And he told me, "I said you guys were athlete students more than students." He said he liked. He said he said grad school was fun at Penn State because he was felt like a student. He goes, "No, you you were you were an athlete student." And I said, "Yeah, I love when they call them student athletes. You guys are athlete students. Athletes, athletics come first, not 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 classes." I know kids who tried out Division three football; they'd quit. They said it was too much time. It was too time consuming. Now, listen, if if he thinks this. Listen, Fedora, Larry, game is definitely going to change because there's more people getting hurt. And they're going to think, you can't make football safer, you know? You can try to not do head-to-head contact, but you're still hitting each other. It's a violent sport. You're not going to make a violent sport less violent. You're not going to make boxing less violent. You're not going to make MMA less violent. People get concussions playing soccer from heading a ball. They don't, now they don't let little kids head the ball until they get older, until they're more developed. Now, I, I, so Kinelon here in Jersey is doing a hybrid football which is they're going to have them play flag football with pads on and i met one of the dads who's going to coach he says i don't know how we're going to do this but he says i'm you know i'm curious to see how it's going to go and i said yeah i'm kind of curious to see how that's going to go so i'm going to try to go to a practice because i'm very curious about this hybrid football so you see they're i mean they're letting like it's play more flag as opposed to tackle maybe they'll teach them better tackling techniques i think they should have rugby man i think rugby is a great fucking sport i really do i really do yeah. Oh, and I saw Yogi Ferrell backed out on a two-year, $5.3 million agreement with the Mavericks. They had reservations about the original agreement and want to evaluate where things stand. How about this? A duck boat uh, capsized in Branson, Missouri. 17 dead. Kind of scary. So I'm thinking, did they not know how to... Did they not have... Uh, they not have on life jackets? How old were the people? Could they not swim? Kind of scary, you know. I mean, you gotta know how to swim. You know, it should never happen. But when you hear this stuff, you're just like, "Was it kids?" That's what I wanted to see. Duck boat. Now, were these all kids? At least thirty people were killed when a duck boat plunging dozens of passengers into a lake near the tourist city of Bransing. Oh, some of those who died were children. Had thirty-one aboard, twenty-nine passengers, two crew. When it sank. Oh, I mean, intense winds and thunderstorms. Jesus Christ. Said the boat sank because of the intense wind and thunderstorms. They said that the National Weather Service had issued a severe thunderstorm warning for the area during the period the boat sank. Why the fuck were they out there? Why the fuck? 
Gusts were up to 70 or 80 miles per hour reported around the time of the sinking. The duck boat was, that sank was one of two still operating during the storm. Radar said that boats were returning to shore when the incident happened. Some of those on the capsized boat were able to swim ashore. Video showed the boats churning up and down through choppy waves with water spraying in every direction. Jesus. They're wonderful. Why the fuck they were out? They did have life jackets on board. They, that's what they said. It shouldn't have been out. No, no shit. Really? Really? Fast moving. Yeah, fast moving story. Even if you know the storms. In, Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. If a storm is rolling in, I don't care if it's suddenly coming in. Don't they have this stuff? I would never even buy it. You know? Jesus Christ. Your shit like this. Well, let's see that, huh? Ride the ducks, yeah. You can ride the ducks. Jesus Christ. Yes, I was talking about Yogi Ferrell, who was on the Nets, played at Indiana. Hey, listen. Get more money if you can get it. He played between the Brooklyn Nets, Long Island Nets, the G League. Joined the Mavs in January 2017. 182 games of the past season. 10 points, 3 rebounds, 2.5 assists. Get your money, man. Solid player. Good guy off the bench. Plays hard. I liked what I, liked what I read about him back. I talked about him previously. That um, he played for the Harbaugh's brother-in-law. What the hell is this? Former Indiana coach. Former uh, Harbaugh's brother-in-law. Harbaugh. Oh, horrible. I see his face, brother-in-law. No, Tom Crean. Yeah, Tom Crean. He's now the new coach of Georgia. But what, what, I read some. Tom Crean had told him to be like every day, do something great. Every day, there's a, there's a chance to do something great like every day. And that's what he took. And and he played, was a four year starter in Indiana. God, team could use a play like him, player like him. I don't know how the Nets let him go. Look at it now. Should have been playing in the Nets. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying in that front. Yeah, Jeremy Garoppolo falling in love with porn star. That's what's like Kiara Mia. He's a fan of her big Kim K booty. Come hey, fuck. That's what they lead it with. Hayden Hurst said he's feeling the heat. A lot of pressure on him playing right off the bat for the Ravens, tight end out of South Carolina. Of course, of course, hey, dude, you don't draft the guy in the first round unless you expect him to produce. And if you if too hot in the kitchen, get the fuck out. That's all I got to say on that front. Play or don't play. But stop complaining, dude. That's why they want you. Yeah, Joe Beningo. Jesus. I love him, man. I don't want to see. Say it isn't so. Oh, my God. I watched Eat, Pray, Queef. This is South Park. <laughs> so the, it's okay for men to fart, but the women can't queef. And one woman queef, she did the thing from Row Warrior. It was funny as shit. South Park is just so wrong, it's right. And I got to try this new uh, 
my friend Eric does this death race. Five rounds, you'd have to do 15 calories on a one of those uh, on the bike. But you know the one with the have you seen the bike with the handles and it's got the big fan for the front wheel? I don't know what the bike's called actually. So you got to do you do five rounds of burn 15 calories on the bike and then 10 burpees. It looks like a good workout. I want to try it. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, picture day with the kids yesterday. Nice. Tiger Woods is, even after two rounds, one of his worst showings ever for a major. He's he's usually at par or below. Hasn't happened since, I think, 2012, 2013. Supposedly, Dirk Nowitzki is going to sign a one-year, $5 million deal with the Mavs. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, he, didn't stay, he didn't stay there two under after not happening. Tied for 27th, they said right now. Oh, an ice cream vendor in D.C. sued the police after video services of another of officer aggressively probing his anus. And I thought I had to read that twice. I was like, what? Maybe he thought he had something down his pants, but he, he really? He had to probe his anus? Oh, the Brady Bunch house is up for sale for nearly $1.9 million, but the sellers fear a developer might buy... The 12,500-square-foot property only to tear down the house. $1.9 million for the Brady Bunch house. I'd do that. Yeah, I'd buy, I'd, 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 that sounds kind of cool. Manny Machado, Dodgers, the Doyers. Oh, man, the good old days. So they're going to have their first UFC fight in Russia. You knew that was only a matter of time. And uh, Dream beat the Liberty last night, 82-68. They're not playing well. Liberty having a tough year. Yeah. So Woods shoots even par to head into the weekend of a major at par or better. for Oh, par or better. for, for Oh, so that's actually good for him. Par or better for since 2013. Let's see if he can come in and kick ass. And they now Michael Jordan's murder... His dad, I'm sorry, his dad's murder, James Jordan. One of the men is seeking a new trial. Daniel Green and Larry Demery were both given life sentences. But Green and his defense team are now hoping that a Superior Court will consider new evidence. They hope to present new evidence that they contend will show that the blood evidence and testimony were misrepresented at the original trial, that the bullet found, hole found in Jones, Jordan's shirt is suspect, and that there were failures by the prosecution to properly disclose, disclose information that would have connected the sheriff's drug trafficking biological son to the investigation. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Prosecutor uh, Johnson Britt says, I don't, I don't think that's his personality. He's never going to own up to what he did. He's never going to own up for what the jury said he did. He just won't accept it. Okay, he admitted moving the body to the swamp. He denies pulling the trigger or even being present for the murder. Well, why'd you move the body? I don't know. Okay, yeah. He also saw a new trial back in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. No. All right. 
Sorry, a little rambling today, early in the day. I think it's nap time. We got to go. I got to work a little bit this afternoon. My mom and dad were supposed to go to. I almost said Martha's Vineyard, Niagara Falls, and my father was homesick. So we watched uh, Seven Days to Entebbe, and about uh, which I didn't know a lot about that they hijacked a, tr- a plane full of uh, an Air, Fan- Air France plane from Greece, and there were uh, Israelis on board and all this stuff. And it's about the, the pa- well, they call them freedom fighters, but they were Palestinians, you know, Palestinian Jews fighting all the time. And Daniel Brühl. Brule, I think his name is, and uh, the the girl who the the lead from uh, Pike is her last name from Gone Girl. It's really fucking good, really good. I hi- I mean, my father wanted to watch. I was like, eh, I don't know. And I'll tell you, I was I was drawn in. The only thing I would have liked is show who the people were because you didn't know all the characters. And one of the characters, Shimon Shimon Perez, was played by a guy who was on in Ray that was is in Ray Donovan, chameleon, just a great fucking actor. I never, yeah. What's this actor's name? This guy is all... Everything I see him in, he is good. He is solid as hell. Yeah, Ray Donovan. What the hell is his name? Eddie 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 Marzen. Eddie Marzen. He is always a freak. He's awesome. He's a great... He is great. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, he's good in everything he's in. Everything. Oh, the World's End. I love that movie. Great actor. All right. Sorry, I, oh, and I'm watching Cloak and Dagger on Hulu. It is, it's really, I watched one episode. Two kids, like another, a Marvel, it's based on a Marvel's comic, on a comic. I like it a lot. All right, so last show's trivia question. It's from my cousin Hal in Galveston, Texas. What is the one-month record for RBIs for the Houston Astros? Franchise history. Evan Gaddis had 30 in June 2018, a one-month franchise record. I bet you didn't know that. Okay. In Major League Baseball, tonight's trivia, today's trivia question, Major League Baseball history, what pitcher has most consecutive road starts with six or more strikeouts? In Major League Baseball history, what pitcher has the most consecutive road starts with six or more strikeouts? I know, we get kind of random on here. Yankees-Mets tonight. Jimmy Garoppolo. I wonder what, you know, maybe he's hanging out with KRM as we speak. Dolphins, you better change that anthem policy because I'll tell you, come free agent time, people are going to be pissed. Goodell, get on top of this shit because I think everybody has to be in the same playing field. Four games for kneeling? wasn't even about the flag. It was about everything else. It was about uh, persecution of African Americans. Rock, I miss you. Gumbo Chef, I think I'm coming to see your show either this weekend or next weekend. I don't know. All right, folks, have a great day. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Love, Matzah.